0: Hello, and welcome back to Jacqueline Robinson, affectionately known as Jackie R, Hot and Mobile Technology for Out and About. I love the fact that you visit my website, hotandmobile.com, read the articles, and are genuinely concerned about our cybersecurity for yourself and for your children Thank you so much for tuning in last time uh, and listening to our first in a series of cybersecurity podcasts. Last time we touched on what is cybersecurity, and I went through a list of different types of attacks that you should be aware of, those including malware, viruses, Trojans, spywares, uh ransomware. So we went through that. If you didn't get a chance to listen live, go back uh into our list of podcasts and pick up the what is cybersecurity podcast and hear uh the definition of the things that are happening in these attacks because the internet is a space riddled with malicious links, trojans, and viruses. Data breaches are becoming more frequent and unsuspecting users such as yourself and I are more vulnerable than ever before. When one click can cost thousands and even millions, users need actionable to-dos that can help them stay alert and be safe online. So today's episode Uh, in my cybersecurity series is spam email and phishing. We all know about spam email and then we've got this new term about phishing. But I'm going to start with talking about spam. Spam. Now, I know you have opened your email like I open my email and see a flood of messages. Talking about free consultations, sales, breaking news, always something, a host of uninvited information. I didn't, I didn't sign up to get some of these things, but yet, and still my mailbox inbox is filled with these emails. We didn't ask for it. That's spam. Now, how do these spammers get my email address? I'm going to tell you four ways that spammers uh, get your email address, and then I'll touch on how you can protect yourself from spam um, in the future. Now, four ways that they get your email address. A lot of them buy email addresses from a list. There might be Uh, someone that's selling a list of, let's say, 10,000 members to a women's organization, a large organization. Now, I know uh, that if you buy a list of 10,000 email addresses, there's no way you can use something like a constant contact or a MailChimp and send out an email to 10,000 email addresses they just do not allow that within their service agreement but spammers purchase these email addresses both legally and illegally so when you create an account on a website or service or make an online purchase you need to read the privacy policy i know a lot of us don't spend time going in and reading the privacy policy to determine whether or not they are saying, if you provide us with your email address, then legally we can sell your email address if we want to, we can share your email address if we want to. Another thing that you need to uh, look for in a website's privacy policy is copyright issue. If you're uploading documents or you're uploading images or you're uploading files or you're uploading videos to these websites, websites, who actually owns the copyright? You can read about that in the privacy uh, policy. So read that very carefully because your email address could be sold to a marketing list, creating unwanted junk email additionally dishonest people use ips addresses sometimes sell email lists on ebay and the black market another way is a harvesting program what's a harvesting program any text on a web page that contains the at symbol that's the a with the circle around it that's the at character is fair game for email harvesting programs spammers and hackers use complex automated tools to scan the web and gather email addresses they harvest email addresses from mailing lists websites chat rooms domain contact points and several other methods understand this that if you list your email address online, a spammer is going to find it. Here's another way they get your email address. Dictionary programs. What is the heck is a dictionary program? It's called brute force attacks. And you may have heard of uh, a news uh, article or or a a breaking news alert about a brute force attack. Well, that, uh, that is a dictionary program, which generates alpha numeric combinations of email addresses in sequences. So it's, it's sitting there and it's, uh, calculating at thousands and thousands and thousands of characters a second generating email addresses. Okay. So while many of the results are incorrect, these dictionary programs can create hundreds of thousands of addresses per hour, guaranteeing that at least some will work as targets for spam. They're not doing anything. They're letting this program sit there and just run Trying to figure out, is this a correct email address? Is this a correct e- email address? And alphanumeric combinations. Thousands of addresses per hour. Now, this is the one that gets me. And this is the one about dishonest newsletter services. So we have to be very careful about the newsletters that we sign up for because Dishonest Newsletter Services will sell your email address for commission. A very common tactic is to blast millions of people with a false. You have joined a newsletter email. Now, here's the catch. You get this email and you say to yourself, I didn't join this newsletter mailing list it's by law that they have to include an unsubscribe and fine print which you usually find down at the bottom of the uh newsletter email but guess what when you click on unsubscribe that's actually confirming that your email address is legitimate and that you are a real person with a real email address so the moral of that particular uh, one is do not unsubscribe simply delete the email i know it can be an inconvenience to continue to get these um email addresses that say unsubscribe but at some point if you're not responding, that will indicate that you're not a legitimate email and eventually you should stop you should stop on um, receiving them. So, do not unsubscribe. Do not click the link to unsubscribe. Find another way to unsubscribe. If you go out to their website, you know it's a legitimate uh, website, you could uh, send an email to support, customer support and ask them to unsubscribe you. Just stop clicking the links. Note this. After a spammer gets your email address, they feed it to their spamming software called a ratware. Ratware. And then we'll also uh often use botnets. I've heard of botnets bots on bots on Twitter and you know that are not real people that are responding to um uh, Twitter posts uh just to generate some heat in the comments section called bots they're not real people all right they will often use these botnets and falsify email addresses to spam you so what you should do is protect your email addresses from spammers now i use wordpress and i subscribe to a service called Clean Talk, cleantalk.com. And what Clean Talk does for a small fee, a small annual fee, is it catches all of those spammers from all around the world who are soliciting me for um, hair care products or men products, something that has absolutely nothing to do with the subject matter of my website. And so, uh, it, it and it, it causes a lot of comments to be posted on your site. And if you don't have uh, comments turned off on your WordPress website, people can come to your site, go to an article, a blog article, and see all these ridiculous comments. So, if you have it in your budget to invest in a service like Clean Talk to keep you from getting spam emails in your WordPress uh, uh, website. That is something that you may wanna seriously uh, consider. So those are three different ways spammers get your email addresses. They buy them, they buy a list, they harvest, okay? They use brute force by trying to uh, use a program, to generate at thousands of, uh, uh, alphanumeric com- uh, com- uh, combinations per hour to generate email addresses. And they send you a dishonest newsletter service that, you know, doggone well, you did not sign up for spam emails. Okay. A lot of us already know about spam emails, but now And I've been doing this for a long time. Uh, So I want to get into next. The one that I feel is a lot more serious. And that is phishing attacks. P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G. Phishing attacks. So you asked the question, okay, Jack. What's phishing? What's a phishing attack? <laughs> phishing is a type of attack often used to steal user data, including login credentials and credit card numbers. We talked about in 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 the um first podcast in our cybersecurity uh series. What is uh, what is cybersecurity? What are cyber attacks? Well, this phishing is something that you need to pay very close attention to because it occurs when an attacker masquerading as a trusted entity dupes a victim into opening an email, instant message, or a text message. The recipient, that be you or me, is then tricked into clicking a malicious link, which can lead to the installation of malware. Malware. And there are different types of malware. We talked about viruses, Trojans, spyware, ransomware adware and botnets now these type of malicious uh malware or or cyber attacks can have devastating results for individuals this includes unauthorized purchases the stealing of funds or identity theft You may get an email that looks legitimate from Outlook, an Outlook email, from Microsoft, from your bank, from your phone carrier that might have a message that says your account has been compromised. Your email or password has been changed. It looks legitimate. There are tools that you can set up with your bank. There are tools you can set up within Outlook, um, with a Microsoft uh, app or uh, software to determine whether or not some of these phishing emails are legitimate. <clears throat> and we'll talk about that. It's serious, people. It's very serious because I'm going to tell you I had an incident where I got caught, you know, even though I'm talking to you about cybersecurity and cyber attacks, I'm, I'm passionate about this because I got caught. I got caught up. Some time ago, I was working on a project. And I must have been about 20 pages deep into a proposal I was working on. And all of a sudden, a pop-up window appeared on the screen with a Microsoft logo on it and everything. It looked so legitimate. And it said that my system had been compromised. This is what we call ransomware, where I had to act very quickly in order to save my document. Otherwise, I would not be able to save it. The pop-up window would not go away until I made a decision in terms of how I wanted to proceed. It said that I needed to pay $50 in order to protect myself from this virus that it determined was on my machine. Now imagine I'm 20 pages in and yes, I had not been clicking the save save as or save as often as I should have been and that is something that I highly recommend when you're working with a document especially something as as important as a proposal that you click Save every now when you think of it click Save every now and then click Save you might even want to click Save as and give it another name so that you have two copies in the meantime I'm sitting there thinking I cannot afford to lose this document. So I paid the $50. The pop-up window disappeared and it said I was secure and that I could now save my file. Well, I got to thinking about it. And I said, I know people at Microsoft. I've been in this industry a long time. I got people. Let me just call them up real quick. It reminded me, Jack, we would never send you a pop-up email, a pop-up window on your system or log into your system and send you a pop-up window soliciting for money. Lo and behold, some weeks later when I got my bank statement, my credit card statement, I had paid $50 to a Russian hacker all the way in Russia. Now I reported it, but there was no way it was going to get that money back. So we have to be careful about, you know, things that pop up on our screen that look legitimate. I know emotionally we are involved because it looks legitimate. If Microsoft has got a logo on it, uh, uh outlook it's got a logo on it my bank has got a logo on it but understand that they will not typically send you out those types of messages that just pop up on your your screen so how do you prevent phishing vigilance vigilance is we have to understand what's the difference we have to listen to people like Jackie R. Hot mobile be smarter than your phone because I am here my purpose is to educate you on these things in terms of cyber attacks and cyber security not only for your business but for yourself and for your family practically everybody in your family probably has a, a smartphone These are things that I'm teaching you that you need to be aware of so that you are not a victim. In the other episode, what is cybersecurity? I talked about a client who got duped out of over $40,000. It's 2021. We need to be aware of these things because hackers and spammers are not going away. They are getting more sophisticated in the tools that they're using and not only that we have become more relaxed and trusting of the services that we subscribe to to be able to protect us no it's left up to us to protect ourselves so vigilance is key a spoof fishing message often contains little small Mistakes that expose its true identity. They might spell Microsoft wrong. The e uh, uh URL is is misspelled wrong. So read it over before you act. Stop and think about why why am I even receiving this email? But scrutinize it. I, I've seen them. They've had misspelled words in it and that is a telltale sign that it is not legitimate when it's got spelling misspelling words. Now, if you are a subscriber to a service that offers two-factor authentication, especially for financial institutions, make sure that you sign up for it so that your financial institution can make sure that whoever is logging in to that website, is you. You've got your uh, bi- bioptic thumbprint. You've got your uh, text message to coding. Like you try to log in to your bank account and they say, okay, you need to insert the six digit code that we just text to your smartphone. Make sure that you are signing up for these things as added protection uh to prevent against phishing okay it's there for your protection now attackers will usually try to push you into action by creating a sense of urgency i just talked about that I was using, uh, working on a 20 page proposal, a document. And I had a sense of urgency because all of that work, hours of time, and I had not saved it. Okay. So be careful uh, when it appears as though the message is trying to apply pressure on you. Now, what can you do? to protect yourself against spam, email and phishing. I have these things outlined uh in my book on cybersecurity, but I'm going to share them with you here. First of all, you can do uh separate emails. I have several email addresses and have had a Yahoo email address, a Gmail email address a domain um email address that is attached to my uh, website so your private email addresses okay never publish your private a private email address on public uh accessible online services if you are ordering something from um amazon or wish or you signing up for these various um uh retailers qvc or whoever it happens to be or you see an ad that comes through on instagram for for some god knows what type of uh, product that somebody's created and they say 5 million sold do not use your regular email address create one that you use specifically for shopping. Now, if you must publish your email, your private email address, try to mask it with a dot. So it would be Jacqueline Lawson at myemail.com or Jacqueline Lawson at myemail.com. Try to create an email address that inserts uh spaces or or special symbols that when that uh data mining service is trying to generate your email address it'll make it a lot harder for them to do there's also a way to create a graphic file of an email address i've done that you've seen them in the um, email signature it's a graphic it's an image I offer that as a service. Doesn't cost much. Just check us out on HotMobile.com. But that's another way that you can prevent uh, spammers and phishing, or, or spammers rather, from getting your email address. Now, in a bad, 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 bad case where you know the spam is just just continuously horrible, you're getting hundreds of emails in your inbox every morning And you may want to consider changing your email address. If you are have been using an email business address for a long time, um, the, the beginning of 2021, it may be important for you to consider whether or not you want to change your email address and then let your legitimate uh, subscribers in your mailing list know that your email address has changed. Create a public email. I just talked about that. I have several, Yahoo, um, Gmail, okay? Now, never respond to any spam. Most spammers verify uh, receipt when you click on it uh, and they log those responses. So the more you respond, the more spam you will likely get. Think before you click unsubscribe. I already touched on this, okay, because spammers sends fake unsubscribe letters. And once you click unsubscribe, that to them indicates that you are a legitimate person with a legitimate email address and they collect your email address. Here's something. Check your browser. If you're using Safari, if you're using Chrome, if you're using Firefox, whatever browser that you're checking, uh, I'm sorry, uh, using, make sure that it's updated, the latest version of your web browsers, because these browsing companies. They understand about spam and phishing and they have developers that are working on the back end to secure their browsers because the one thing they don't want is for people to stop using their browsers because they're not protected against spam. So update your browsers. Use anti-spam filters. When you see an opportunity on a website or in the browser to use anti-spam filters, use it. Only open email accounts with providers that include spam filtering. When it says, okay, email address came in and I get a red, a blue bar at the top, scanning. Scanning for viruses. That is what you want and that is what you should be looking for. One last thing about emails and that is do not open email attachments from unknown senders. If you don't know them, don't open it. These are just a few tips that I will share with you through the Be Smarter Than Your Phone series. In our next episode, we will cover smartphone threats. What you should know about smartphone security. This is your girl, Jackie R, hot and mobile. Technology for out and about. Continue to trust me to show you how to be smarter than your phone.